Good morning. As, uh, as Greg said, my name is Kubi, and um, it's an honor to be here with you. Um, yeah, when, when Pastor Greg and Peng Fo, they were traveling, they asked if, uh, if I could step in, and so um, I'm excited to share the Word of God with you today. So we've been in a series called, What Happened on the Cross? Um, just a little reminder, what, we talked, what we've been talking about was that Jesus had a particular set of skills. Uh, once for all, Jesus was the perfect Old Testament sacrifice. And last week, if you were here, Kong preached on uh, how Jesus restores our broken relationships. How Jesus restores our broken relationships. And this week, uh, for week four, we're talking about God loves you this much. He loves you this much that he showed his love for us. And what does that mean? We'll, we'll, we'll dive into that um, in a bit here. But I just wanted to let you know if you guys, uh, if, if you guys didn't hear about, um, let's say, 10 o'clock last night. I think it was about 10 o'clock last night. Yeah. About 10 o'clock last night, there was an accident near my house. Um, Pretty, pretty bad accident. You know, I parked my car across the street where I usually, you know, where I usually parked, and uh, I got out, and I was kind of in a hurry, and I was getting my stuff, and then, and then uh, I, I bolted towards my house, but at that moment, there was a phone call, and so I, I picked up my phone, and I, I, was, I was talking on the phone, and then, and then I didn't pay attention, but there was a truck that was coming by, and it hit me full force, and I, I flew 25 feet back. I was, I was thrown up in, in the air, for like five feet, and I was all bruised up, four broken bones. Uh, my, my leg was broken. My arm was broken. I, I was hurt. Like, I almost died. This happened last night. I'm glad to be here with you guys today. <laughs> You know, that it's, it's a funny story because I, I can see in your face, you guys are like, what? What's going on? What's he talking about, right? You know, and, and, that's, and that's the thing. That's the thing that, that, that I want to I talk to you about. It's that, that sometimes God's love, he, he hits us full force like a semi-truck, right? But we walk away as if nothing happened. We walk away as if we had not even been affected by the full force of God's love. And so many times, we, we, we should look all broken and scuffed up and stitches and crutches or, or you know, half dead on the street, but, but we don't. We go to these conferences and we read these amazing books and we hear these amazing speakers, amazing good-looking speakers. I'm just kidding. But, and then we just walk away as if nothing has happened, nothing has changed in our lives. And that's not, that's not what this, the, the love of God is about. You see, it's bigger than that. It's deeper than that. There's more depth into that. I find it hard sometimes because I struggle with this sometimes where, where I don't align myself, my daily lives, with God's love. And I, I uh, what, what, what I call, I, I, I walk outside of that, of God's love. And I forget, I become numb. And it doesn't just affect me and my heart, but it starts to affect the people that surrounds me. Because... I don't know about you, but 
I, I do this a lot sometimes. Well, not, I shouldn't say a lot because that's, that sounds really bad. But I do this sometimes and I catch myself doing this like I'm driving in my car and um, you know, I'm singing these worship songs. I'm in the moment. I don't really li- like to listen to, to the radio, but you know, I'm just singing my song, belting away. And you know, like I'm in my moment and right then and there, someone cuts me off, right? And while I'm singing this worship song, or while I'm like praising God, I'm plotting in my head how to get revenge at that guy, right? You know, like it's, it, it becomes so numb. Like I'm singing about the love of God. Oh God, I love you, all that stuff. I'm gonna get this guy. I'm gonna go in front of him and cut him off too, like how he did to me. You know, we do that. Sometimes I, I do that all the time. It's not that like I don't know about God's love. Of course, I know about it. You know, I went, to, I went to Bible school, I studied the Bible, I, I, I know about it. It's not that I don't believe it, I, of course I do believe it. But when I step outside of, of his love, when my life is not aligned with his love, it affects who I am, and it also affects those who are around me. You know, um, it's easy to lose focus sometimes because there's a lot of stuff in our lives. I mean, um, Pastor Greg was up here and he was just explaining that, that you know, there's, there's, there's a lot that goes on. Like, this week I had spring break, right? Because, you know, I, I, I teach at a school or I, I'm a para, a para at a school and, and uh, I, got, I got a week off and I was like, yes, I get to do all these things. But this week I had three dentist appointments. I, I tried to go get my, my platelets donated and they like messed up and now I have a big bruise on my arm. And like, and like I, I had like all these stuff scheduled. So I was like super busy and I was exhausted as well. And during that time, like, and, and preparing for this message as well, like, during that time, like, there was many times my, in this week where I just lost focus, and I, I forget that, man, I'm, I, I have God's love, like, God's love is given to me. I, I get to dwell in the presence of, of the living King, the, 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 the living God who created this world, who gave life to me, who, who breathed life into me, I, and I take this love for granted, and for some of us, it, it even goes deeper than that where, where we've become so numb to it that we, we kind of um, resist it. We become so numb to it that we, that we, we just push it away. We don't, we don't think about it anymore. I, I, have, I have some friends who, who they're, they're, you know, like it breaks my heart, but like we used to do church together. We used to do ministry together. We used to do all these things together, like, to always talk about reading the Bible and like discussing what and and after a while they've just decided to like walk away from the Lord because they're like it's just not relevant to me anymore and sometimes they, they they have these questions or we have these questions like and how much does God really love us right what does God's love actually look like so today we're going to talk about God loves you this much I wish I had arms long enough, but I can't because his love is, is more, it's, it's more wide than, my, than any arms or any distance can, can stretch. His love is more deep than, than what we can think, the deepest part in this world or the deepest part in, in whatever capacity you can think of. His love is way deeper than that. And we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna read that together. We're going to read together in the Bible. And so if you have... 
your Bible, um, please turn with me to 1 John chapter 4, verse 7 through 12. I want to I tell you how much God loves you. Sometimes it could be hard to accept. Sometimes um, we, do, we, we can reject it. We, do, we can deny it. But, but God never refuses to give his love to us. All right, so, so let's follow along. Before we start reading, um, I, ju- I just want to prep you guys and just so that you guys can uh, know how, how I'm, I'm breaking this, uh, this piece of um, these, these verses up, but uh, there's three sections that we're going to talk about. And so the first one, it's, it's where, uh, where love comes from, uh, found in verse uh, 7 and 8. And then the second section is how does his, or how his love is displayed to us. And then the third section is what to do with love. What to do with love. So let's dive in. Uh, verse 7 and 8, it says, uh, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Anyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. So we talk about love a lot here. Um, we, we, we talk about what love is, and this isn't, this isn't like, I love my burrito, you know, or like, I love Mexican food. I mean, I really do love Mexican food. I think I'm just a little hungry right now, but, but this, is, this is the word that's used here. It's, it's described as, um, as an unconditional love. The word that's repeated over and over and over here, it's, it's an unconditional love. A love that's given, but, but, but there's no expectation of receiving anything back. And this is a love that, that God gives us. He gives us. He doesn't give us an agenda. He doesn't demand for us to love him back. But he gives his love to us freely. He gives his love to us freely, and then he desires for us to love him back. We, we all know that every good parent, every good parent doesn't demand their kids to love them, right? We all know that. Every good husband, every good wife, they don't demand their, their, uh, their husband and wives to love them, but they desire that love from them. And so this is a love that's unconditional. So w- when, when this word love is repeated over and over again, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves, who, whoever does not love, because God is love, this is an attribute of God. This is a character of God. God is the source of this love. So we all have the capabilities of loving. We all have the capabilities of having this unconditional love towards one another. Why? Because God is the source. And because God lives in us. Those who don't have that capability of, of, um, of this unconditional love towards another, it means that they don't have a relationship with God. So we are all made in God's images. I mean, we are all made in God's image, so we have the capacity to love. And so let's dive into the next verse, verse 9 and verse 10. And this is a, a, maybe a little more boring, a little, there's a lot of, uh, of, of stuff that I'm going to talk in here about. Just bear with me, but it says, this is how God showed his love among us. 
You see, he sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love, not that we loved God. No, this is not about us loving God, but it's that he loved us and he sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. This is how God displayed his love to us. You know, this word live, right? It's, it's, actually, um, it's actually described in three, three words, or there's, there's three words of saying life in, in uh, the original way that, that the Bible was, or the, this, the book of John was written, which was Greek, right? The, so there's, there's three ways of saying <clears throat> life, and the first, the first way is, is bios, right? It's like the physical Right? And that's where biology comes from. And then second one, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's called uh, suke, which is where the word psychology comes from. It's, it's your emotion, your soul, your feeling, your desires. But the word that's used here, it's, it comes from the word uh, zoe. It's, it means your existence, like your intentions of living, full living. So, so, so Jesus came down to, to die as an atoning sacrifice for you, not just because, not just because he wanted you to live and breathe and to, and, and to, to be functional, but he, he has an intention for you, a purpose for you. This is, this is the love of God given to you so that, so that you can have a purpose. You can have, uh, you can have an existence, a full, um, full living intention And then there's the second ver- there's a second word in here too, where he says that that Jesus came down, so God sent His Son as an atoning sacrifice. This this word atoning uh, atone it, it literally means at one. It means at one, putting together harmony. You take two separate things and you put together. So so instead, when we talked about or when we talked about how Jesus was the perfect sacrifice. This idea that, that Jesus came and he brought harmony towards us and God. I worked, I worked um, when I first got here, I worked at a company uh, called Zero Resin. What we did was we cleaned, we cleaned carpet, right? One of the most frustrating things about cleaning carpet was cleaning white carpet. Because white carpet is just horrible. It's just a setup for disaster. Because white carpet, if there's one speck of dirt that's on there, if it's a stain, that means that the dirt has gotten into the fibers and it's literally impossible to get it out. Like, you can see it for the rest of life, rest of your life or the rest of the life of the carpet, you know. And, and so, I, I, just, just thinking about this, like, with us, our separation with God is because with, with one wrong mistake that we've done, one sin that we've done, one, one thought of anger, bitterness, lies, or, or um, stealing, or one little thing that, that we did in our life, it stains us. It's a permanent stain that cannot be removed by us. And here, here Jesus, he's like, he's like, hey, I'll come down to take care of it. And he came on the cross and he died for us. So that, so that this, this, this harmony can come together, be at one with us and God. And we're going to talk about it more uh, next week uh, for Easter. But what I really want to touch up on 
comes to this last section, this last section, um, verse 11 and verse 12. And if you, you uh, uh, read, read along with me, it says, Dear friends, since God so loved us, we ought to love one another. We ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us, and his love is made complete in us. See, see I, want, I want you to see that when we've been talking about unconditional love, right? Unconditional love. And it, it wasn't only about Jesus coming down and dying as a man, and, or coming down as a man and dying on the cross to save us, right? That's part of God's love. That's part of God's love. But the other part is that we get to, to share this love as well. Since we've received this unconditional love, we're supposed to give it away as well. It's not something for us to keep. The example that, that, that was given is like, it's like you're like a refrigerator, right? You're like a refrigerator, um, Pretend you're a refrigerator and you have all these good food and you always put these good food, you know, steak and, you know, cheesecake and all these good food in, in, in this refrigerator. But if the food is never distributed, it's never given out, it's going to rot, it's going to mold. If you keep God's love to yourself, that's not his purpose. That's not, that wasn't his intention of coming to die on the cross for you, Right? His purpose is to give, to give. And this is very uncomfortable because I'm like, why do I want to give to my coworker who's been talking trash about me, right? Why do I want to give to my older brother who he re- disrespects me and he, he keeps seeing me as a little boy, never seeing me as a man? Why do I need to show this love to my parents who never supported me, who left me, who always abandoned me. This is hard. This isn't easy. <clears throat> this isn't easy. I, I want to dive into this, this idea of love coming from a Jewish perspective. I'm not Jewish, so don't, don't, don't be mistaken. I'm not Jewish. But John was a Jew. John was a Jew, right? He, was, he, he, uh, he understood this idea of love. And it's a deep love that, that even the English understanding, the Western understanding, can't really describe fully of what this love is. I wish I, was, I, I, I knew enough to, to explain or to fully grasp what this love meant. But it's this love, it's this word love in Hebrew called chesed. Chesed, right? You gotta... You gotta you know, really like chesed. So the word chesed, it's, it's the word love, but it's not just a, a, like a sentimental love, right? Sentimental love, right? It's not just a sentimental love. It's not just like a, oh, I, I love you, right? Like, oh, I, I love my... Like, it's, it's deeper than that. You see, th- this, this love, it, 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 it's, it's a, it's, it has character of strength and loyalty and devotion to community that, that, stems, that stems from God's covenant to his people. 
When, when you're talking about chesed uh, to a Jewish person, they, they know automatically that, that this, this is, even if it's, it was written in the Greek, they understand because they're Jewish, right? This is describing what chesed is. Like God's unconditional love is to promote chesed to, to, uh, to the people, to us. One, 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 of the, one of the examples that, was, that, that uh, I have with Hesed, and it, it's only scratching the surface, but it's like, um, you know, being a, a younger brother, right? I, I'm the youngest of seven, and so I'm the baby, and, and um, it's, it's, it's good to receive. Like, you know, you know, like you're like, hey, hey, older brother, um, I need help. Uh, can, I, uh, can I get $20? because my gas is low, you know? Like, it's good to receive, right? But, but this word chesed, like this idea, this concept of chesed is, it's like you being the older brother, and God bless you older brothers and older sisters, older siblings who have to put up with us, right? God bless you guys. Um, being an older brother, having chesed, right? It, it's, it's, it's a grace and a kindness that, that's, that's beyond what's expected, extended onto those who are in need, right? So it's like, hey, I need $20. And so you, you reach into your pocket, and you have a $20 bill in there, and you have a $100 bill in there, and you pull both of it out, and you give it to, you give it to them. It's not that you have a lot of money, but it's that you're willing to sacrifice yourself for the goodness of the other person. It's, 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 a, it's a love that's, that's, that's beyond what is expected there. And, and we read about the gospel, and Jesus, he talks about the Beatitudes, and he, he, he explains this idea where, where you just outlining it, you can see that this is chesed right here. This is this idea of, of loving in community, but willing to sacrifice a piece of yourself for the goodness of others. See, you see, in this world today, we don't really think about this kind of love, right? It's always about, like, independent, myself. I take care of myself, you know? Survival of the fittest, you know? Like, like we, that's, that's, the, that's the idea, the, the mindset that we have. But this, this, this love that's, that's written in the Bible here that Jesus has laid down to the people of Israel and then given to us in, this, in the new covenant, it's this love that's extended beyond what we've expected. Because you know what? If God was a business person, if he was a CEO, and he sent Jesus as like the, 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 his right-hand man to come and, and to die and to, to come and literally like die so that like he can get more employees. Like that, that is, that's a very dumb business plan, you know. You take your best person so that you can get these like, like, these like low inexperienced guys. Like that's a very dumb plan. But, the, but, but, but God's love is deeper than that. He's like, no, it's not a loss. It's a gain. I get to gain these people, and then I get to, to empower them, and I get to send them out. I get to empower them, and I get to send them out. So, so I say to you, church, today, 
Is there a willingness to sacrifice for the sake of others beyond what's expected, beyond what's expected? Because we've, we've seen that God has loved us this much. God came down to save us, and he has loved us this much. So, so are we willing to go? Do you know how much God loves you? And do you receive it? And are you willing to be that, that broken man on the road, you know? Are you willing to, be, uh, to, 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 to take that force of the truck and be totally changed, right? Are you willing to receive that overwhelming um, blessing of God's love that God has given you to give you life, to give you full purpose, intention of living so that you can function and you can go and you can love others beyond what you're comfortable with. Beyond, I'm not, I'm not saying that you, you should sell, you, sell all your things and move to like Africa or something like that. I mean, if that's what God has laid on your heart, then do it. But I'm saying we start, we can, you, you, it's just little at a time. Starts from the home. Starts at your workplace, your group of friends, your neighborhood, and, it, and, and expand beyond that. You see, this idea of God's love, it, it, it overwhelms me because I, I can't fully wrap my head around it. It's that we are, we are, are broken people. We are broken, dirty people. And God, who is this high king, this, this guy who creates everything and and he oversees everything he comes and he brings us in and he cleanses us he washes us and he places us at his table you see you never place a stranger at your table you place a friend at your table and not only that, his love extends beyond that his unconditional love extends beyond that he 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 gives us food to eat. He nourishes us. And then on top of that, he, he invites us to be his family, to be in his family. He, we're adopted sons and daughters. And it's in, in, in the book of Romans, um, the apostle Paul says that, that we are even co-heirs with Christ. Co-heirs with Christ, right? Like, like that doesn't mean that we're, we're Jesus, right? No, we're not Jesus, but but we get the benefits of what Jesus has. It's, a, it's like the, the, the idea of it is like, I'm a bench warmer on the L.A. Lakers, right? I'm the bench warmer on the L.A. Lakers. I do jack squat other than practice with them. And I, and I sure hope that our superstar, Kobe Bryant, doesn't break his legs so that I get to play because I'm so nervous. But Kobe Bryant, he is this all-star. He, he goes and he wins all these championships and I get all these rings along with him, right? It's that, that's the idea of being co-heirs with Christ, that, that no, we still need Jesus. We're not better than Jesus. But yet, God has adopted us to be sons and daughters. And this is the love that God has extended onto us. This is the love that he, he wants us to go out to others, even our enemies, and show this love towards them. Because why? Because God's living in us. Because God is living in us. Just imagine, just imagine how, how, how 
this church, how river life will change, how river life can be effective, can be so effective when we go into our communities, when we go into our, our, our extended communities and we display chesed to our coworkers, we display, we, we display chesed to even the other church members who, who, who have heard us, who've said wrong things about us. We, we display chesed to our family members who, who, who've been, who, who's been a, a, against you this whole time because you, you've started coming to church. Chesed, this love, unconditional love that God has displayed for us. God loves us so much, but he doesn't just want to keep it to yourself. He, he displayed it for us so that we can go and display it out to the world today. And so with that being said, let's close our eyes. And let's pray. And I just want to bless you guys today. God, we thank you. We are grateful for the love that you've displayed. We, we are grateful for, for the love that you displayed. But Father, your death will not be in vain because of our foolishness because of our unwillingness to go, because of our hard hearts, being afraid to fail, being afraid to fall. Father, we, we pray that your love, your, your love that you displayed to us will not be in vain. God, change our hearts. Even if we don't want to, change, us, change our heart, Father. May we see your love and may, may it, it wreck us like, like this, this semi-truck that we be fully changed. We thank you, Lord, for you are good. In Jesus' name, amen.